Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing podcast for small business owners. My name is Lorraine Ball, and I help small businesses become big businesses. Today, I'm talking with Nick Carter, the founder of Address2. Nick, welcome to More Than a Few Words. Thanks, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to have Nick back. Those of you who've been listening to our podcast the last year, you may remember some of my interviews with Nick talking about simple CRM, and we're going to actually pick up that conversation because today what I really want to talk about is managing your databases and managing your contacts, specifically if you're in professional services like, oh, the insurance industry. Yep, we've got a lot of those people using address too. So, Nick, what kind of things do insurance professionals typically look to address to to do? Well, that's a great question. There's, it runs the gamut. The the first thing that came to mind is um, we actually have a feature in address to. It's very simple, very basic. A lot of CRMs have it, but we didn't add it until uh, an insurance agent asked us to. And it's simply the ability to track birthdays and anniversaries, and then query based on the birthday and anniversary date of somebody. Um, so that you can pull up a list of everyone who has a birthday this month or in May or whatever the case is, and then do your mail merge uh, with the click of a button, print off labels, and send out some cards or send out letters or send an email or whatever the case is. So that was one of the first things that attracted uh, our, our earliest users in the insurance industry to use Address 2 as agents themselves, was just to be able to keep a database. It's like you said, you know, and, and birth dates and anniversaries are some of the most crucial data that a lot of independent sales reps can have on their customers. So it's very practical for creating what I'm going to call the illusion of the personal, personal touch. Yeah, exactly. It's something, birthday and anniversary cards are something that um, professional sales have been using for a long time, particularly in business-to-consumer sales like insurance, real estate, mortgages, and so on. We just make it extremely easy to track that data and then use your list for marketing purposes. Now, one of the other things I hear from insurance agents is they have a batch of customers that are only using them for auto insurance or only using them for life insurance. Can Address 2 help these agents cross-sell? Yeah, absolutely. We can track what somebody is buying from an agent. So then we can pull, uh, let's say we pull a list of everyone who is purchasing one product but not another. And then we can, just using that data, then target a message straight to that individual customer. Did you know that your favorite auto insurance provider can also insure your home or or whatever the cross-sell opportunity is going to be? We can be as, as specific as the data allows. The other thing I think that a lot of agents get on some of their websites is they have people that access the calculator or download an information form. How would they use something like Address 2? And I know that you know we're talking specifically about Address 2, so it sounds like we're doing a commercial for the product, but really any contact management system probably has these things built in. We're just using Address 2 as an example. Yeah, we've done uh, we've done a lot of integration with websites that are uh, specific like that. We we have a very simple contact form that can be used on a website, but for a lot of times, if someone is filling out a quote request or something like that, it takes a little bit more integration so that when this very intelligent quote uh, calculator is completed, then that lead information is input into Address Two automatically, uh, and it becomes a lead in the system, and from there. Um, agents can then use it to track their follow-up with that lead. We can also automate follow-up as far as uh, what are now being called drip campaigns or autoresponders. We can have that uh, new quote request trigger a series of follow-up emails that have been pre-written with certain content that is designed to progress the customer along the sale. Cool. Another way that uh, brokerages have started using it 
is to take those same leads as they come in as a quote request off of their website. And we also have an auto lead distributing system so we can distribute those leads to the appropriate agent, the next one in line, for example, so that they can go out in a fair auto rotation. That way, if I'm whether I'm a broker or if I'm a sales manager inside just a single agency, I could do right. the same thing. I could look at how the leads are coming out and have immediate follow-up that goes out and touches anyone who's interested, and then that buys a few minutes for an agent to then be able to pick up the telephone and call that customer as those leads are coming in. But even if there's... Uh, a lag in terms of getting right to the telephone, at least there's that connection and the conversation has started. Yeah, there's an immediate follow-up. And, and I know you've been in management and so have I, and uh, one of the nice things we can also do is, is show those sales managers um, what, if any, kind of follow-up has taken place so they can kind of see uh, what the sales guys are doing with the leads that they're be- being given. Wow. So they can really kind of track and, and hold um, individual agents or individual sales professionals accountable for handling the leads that they've spent so much money generating on the front end. Yeah, the cost per lead is going really high these days, and um, it makes it even more and more important today, more so than ever, to make sure that the way that you're handling those leads, the way that you're responding, um, is with the most, uh, I guess, the the most effective way and the most timely way. What else would you um, tell somebody who was thinking about doing, who was thinking about taking their index cards, their uh, Rolodex, their Excel spreadsheets, and translating them into this type of a contact management tool? What else would you tell them in preparation? What should they keep in mind? Just tips in general using databases. You know, this is going to sound funny, but um, a lot of times, especially if I'm talking with somebody who has some outdated methods, if, like you said, the, the recipe box full of 3 by 5 cards or maybe even um, just business cards or an Excel spreadsheet, um, I usually tell them that in the first two weeks, they're going to hate me. <laughs> they're going to want to drive to Indianapolis, find the headquarters of this address to company, and just beat me to a bloody pulp. But the reality is, is that those first couple of weeks are really difficult because we're learning a new behavior. Um, but if they give it two weeks, if they really are disciplined to do um, just what they had been doing in their old system and not more, and that's important because sometimes people jump into a new system and they want to just they want to do everything it can do when in reality their day-to-day business process hasn't really accommodated for that, so they don't have the time built in for that. But if they just try to do what they've been doing with their existing system and not more, using address two, within two weeks they'll see how much faster they can get that done. Once they've learned that, then all the other neat features like you know the birthday tools, the lead distribution, referral tracking, all those other things become um, second nature. And so I tell people, just give me two weeks, don't murder me within two weeks, and then we'll talk after that. Because the the learning curve uh, is not really steep, but with any change, there's always a little bit of resistance. So some people are disciplined enough to go through the changes, to take the pain and and make the improvements as a result, and some people haven't been. So That's really great advice. Nick, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me. This has been really informative. I think that for a lot of people who are thinking about adding a contact management tool to their marketing, I think you've given them some things to think about. Thanks, Lauren. It's been a pleasure being here. If people want more information about Address 2, where should they they go? They can visit 
address2.com, and the trickiest part is that it's address and then the number two, but spelled out. So it's address2.com. Great. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast and you'd like to hear more interviews like this with marketing and small business professionals, be sure to check our blog at www.roundpeg.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.